You are listening to the 2-Minute Time Warp, 120 seconds of concentrated commentary, because we're all in a hurry. Hi, I'm Chip Sutterth, and this is 2MTL, episode 360, reviewing Mummy on the Orient Express. I feel like I've just downed a glass of cold lemonade on a 90-degree day. That may not be the most artful analogy to watching Mummy on the Orient Express, but I'm going to roll with it, folks. The moderators of the Gallifrey Base Forum tweeted that their early fan poll results had this episode the highest rated of Series 8 so far. Now, I think that's overblown, but I also think that that's a reaction to an episode that wasn't too emotionally difficult to watch. Compared to last week, which provoked metaphorical bar fights with its own analogy to arguments over abortion, and to say nothing of the emotionally raw confrontation between the Doctor and Clara. This week, there wasn't such a ripped-from-the-headlines moral dilemma, and while Mummy doesn't run away from the questions of the Doctor's moral standing, far from it, those questions are presented more gently. So enough with comparisons. How about this episode on its own merits? Well, I liked the early maturity of this notion of the Doctor and Clara's last hurrah. The series has clearly established that their flirtation ended with his regeneration, and that actually gave this episode permission to treat this as a breakup drama. Even with the script's explicit admission that it was veering into Bechdel test territory, it still works, because many classic stories to the contrary— A companion's decision to enter or leave the TARDIS should be as much about their relationship, the relationship between doctor and companion, as about plot points. I liked the notion of the Orient Express in space, recalling the conclusion of Series 5's The Big Bang, the space-bound Titanic and Voyage of the Damned, and let's not forget the Japanese series Galaxy Express 999. I liked that all of the guest characters were very three-dimensional, though there seriously should have been more diverse casting there than just the background extras. And I liked that Clara continued to struggle with the Doctor's moral grays, even as she became complicit in them. Of course we get to the end, and whoa, as the online analogizing of the TARDIS becoming an addiction is firmly canonized, and then Clara abruptly gives into it, with the Doctor only happy to enable. My wife Shannon looked in on some of her online fora, and saw viewers mad as heck at Clara. I would be too, if I thought the story was over. I gotta agree with my friend Deb Stanish from Verity, that too often this season the Doctor, Clara, and Danny Pink have been jerks. Too often. But the same could have been said at times for my favorite TARDIS team, Series 2's 10th Doctor and Rose. But I'm confident that, as with Series 2, consequences are on the way. And characters don't have to be perfect to be fascinating, or even likable. And that's episode 360 of the Two Minute Time Lord podcast, in which, somehow, miraculously, I didn't mention how gorgeous Clara and the Doctor both were in this episode. More episodes are at TWOMinuteTimeLord.com or on iTunes or on Stitcher Radio. Look for me on social media at numeral Two Minute Time Lord, and I'll talk to you again next week.